0: Welcome to episode one of Can't Get Enough of YA. I'm your host, Stacey Donahue, and this podcast is all about young adult books, movies, TV shows, and more. Today, the first thing I want to talk about is 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix show and the book with the same name by author Jay Asher. Before we start with the book review and Netflix show, I thought it might be fun for you to get to know me a little since we'll be spending some time together. So I came up with the 13 Reasons Why I wanted to start a podcast. So number one, I thought it would be fun to have a podcast. Little did I know how much work would go into this, but um, it's a lot of fun and it's a topic that I love. So it is actually a lot of fun. So I am really looking forward to this. Two, I love YA books, Avi, or I wouldn't have picked this topic. Three, I love young adult TV shows like Pretty Little Liars, Vampire Diaries, Rain, Famous in Love, just to name a few. Four, I love young adult movies. Perks of Being a Wallflower, Hunger Games, The Host, The Fault in Our Stars. Everybody's seen those. Uh, Five, I love young adult entertainment and the stars like Lucy Hale, Jennifer Lawrence, Ashley Benson, Nina Dobrev. Six, uh, reading more YAW books will help me reach my Goodreads goals. So that's always a good thing because I need to reach my Goodreads goals before the end of the year. Seven, it gives me something constructive to do on the weekends. Eight, I am a big kid at heart, and this is a great new way for me to express that. Number nine, I hope to build a community where we can share what we love about this genre. Ten, I am a communications major from college, and I wanted to get back to my radio roots. I originally started in radio when I graduated, but I really just was not able to maintain a full-time job it and be able to pay the bills so I had to kind of let it go so anyway now I can sort of bring the two back together with um, my book love so that's kind of fun number 11 I get to learn some new software some new social media that I've not used before I know I'm late to the game on Instagram I just opened up an Instagram account so it's can't get enough of ya if you want to follow me there Um, I've always been using Facebook I also have a can't get enough of ya Facebook page so you can follow there as well uh, number twelve, I'm really putting myself and my opinions out there, just opening myself up. It's a lot of fun to just share um, what you're learning and what you like and it's great to get feedback about that as well and start discussions about the things that we like about this. And number thirteen, I have a real passion for this topic and I wanted to contribute to the YAW community and maybe one day this could be my full-time job. How awesome would that be? So. Now you know a little bit more about me and why I wanted to do this. So 13 Reasons Why. The book was written in 2007 by Jay Asher. The Netflix adaptation was done this year, 2017, and the executive producer was Selena Gomez. So the story is basically about a teenage girl, Hannah Baker, who commits suicide and she leaves behind cassette tapes as to the 13 reasons that led her to taking her own life. The tapes are passed around from person to person as they're mentioned on the tapes and it's Clay Jensen's turn to receive the tapes and listen to his friend tell why she ended her life. So I binge watched the show, the Netflix show, in one weekend. And as Clay says in the book, quote unquote, like I'm obsessed, too obsessed, while another part of me wants to deny the obsession, end quote. That sums up exactly how I felt when I was watching the show. Like, I just had to know what happened to this girl. I was just, I couldn't get enough of it. I had to know the ending, what was going on? Why did she end her life? So I watched the first show and then I read the book, which is not usually the order that I go about reviewing something. I'm almost always wanna read it first because usually the book is way better. But I have to say the adaptation was excellent, spot on. They did an awesome job. So in the book, Clay Jensen receives the tapes. To listen to Hannah tell her story, and it's really only Clay listening to Hannah. Although other characters are mentioned and we learn about their effect on Hannah, um, that's really all the detail that we get about them is what she actually says about them. And in the show, all of the people mentioned on Hannah's tapes have like backstory and there's just so much more character development, which I thought was really well done. And it just shows you like you never know what is happening in someone else's life and what they're dealing with. There's some really important topics that come up in both the show and the book of drinking and drugs, rape and suicide, all issues teenagers have to grapple with. Um, And in both the book and the show, it really makes you stop and think about what you do and how it can affect another person. Everything has a domino effect. So there are some minor differences between the show and the book. A really silly thing to me was the character name of the cheerleader, In the book, her name is Jenny, and in the show, it's Sherry. So why change it from the book? I have no idea. That kind of change, I feel, is so not relevant, and I don't know why they bother. But they did, so whatever. Um, Something I did not understand is Hannah has a friend, Kat. Uh, When she first moves to this new town, um, Kat is there for a short period of time, and then Kat moves away. But Kat knew all the people that Hannah were going to high school with. Um, I didn't understand why she didn't ever reach out to Kat or talk to her about what was going on or find out how Kat dealt with those people, you know, prior in her life. Um, I just found it odd that she never reached out to her to talk about any of the issues she was having. So I just thought that was just kind of a strange thing because Kat is mentioned in both the book and she's mentioned in the show, and yet Hannah never reaches out to her. So there was one thing that just pulled me out of the story, which I so hate. And this is my only complaint of both the book and the show. This happened in both of them. And without really giving anything away, there is a stop sign that is on a wooden post and someone hits it with their car and knocks it over. So let's talk about this for a minute. Where do you live that there would be a wooden post with a stop sign? I mean, come on. Now, I grew up in rural New Hampshire, out in the sticks, as they say. And even then, all the stop signs were on a metal post. So this detail just pulled me out of the story because I thought it was so unrealistic. Anyway, that's my only gripe, and it's really minor. A major difference was the way in which Hannah took her life. I won't spoil either for you, but I will say that watching it was brutal. It was truly heartbreaking and gut-wrenching to watch. Now, I get emotional fairly easily, and I get attached to characters. So to say I cried usually means I shed a tear. But this was like serious crying. It's not running down your face, need to pause so I can go grab a box of tissues, crying, like really crying. It just made me feel so helpless and terrible that Hannah felt so alone that this was her only option left that she had was to commit suicide. And it's truly sad that there's so many other people that feel this way as well. I just, I, I can't even imagine. At the end of the book, I always read like the extras. I want to find out whatever they can say about the book or the author. So this had some really cool tidbits about how Jay Asher came up with the idea of the book. Um, A close relative of his attempted suicide when she was the same age as Hannah, and luckily she survived. Um, But they had talked about the events and the emotions that led her to making that decision. And She could never really pin down one specific circumstance without telling him what preceded it and what followed it. So he was intrigued by everything affects everything idea. And so I guess that's where he came up with the whole story development, that it's not just one thing that happened. There were 13 things, so to speak, that really contributed to her making that decision. Another fun fact, initially the main character was to be named Anna Baker. But apparently there are several other novels dealing with suicide where the main character's name is Anna, so he changed it. And then because he likes puns, A Baker's Dozen is 13, so there had to be 13 reasons. So when he sold the book, the title was Baker's Dozen, the Autobiography of Hannah Baker. So again, the book is titled, the real title, is 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher, and the Netflix show has the same name. So my final thoughts are... The book and Netflix show are both excellent and well worth your time to read and watch. I think the topic of suicide is an important thing to talk about. I think the Netflix show most definitely got more people talking about this topic, and I'm surprised at just how many books deal with suicide. I had no idea, and I guess that's good in a way, and also sad that we need these, so. Um, um, I believe it's important that I share this. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. The second book that I want to discuss today is Speak by author Laurie Hulse Anderson. Now, this was published in 1999. It was a book I just happened to hear about that is on a summer reading list for a local high school, and I thought, after I read the premise, it's an important topic to talk about because it's really dealing with teenage rape. So really, both books today deal with the topic, and I think it should be noted that both girls were at parties where they'd had too much to drink and were taken advantage of. So girls, learn something here that is a valuable lesson. Don't drink so much that you cannot defend yourself if need be. People look for opportunities to take advantage of you. Don't give them cause to look your way. That's all I'm going to say about that. So Speak, this book, has won and been nominated for numerous literary awards like the SCBWI Golden Kite Award for Fiction, National Book Award finalist for Young People's Literature, and was an Edgar Award nominee for Best Young Adult. And there are so many more that I cannot name them all, but trust me, numerous awards for this book. Basically, the book is about Melinda Sordino, a freshman just starting high school, and she is an outcast right from the start because she was at a party over the summer and she called the cops after she was raped by someone who is now a senior at her high school. She does not report the rape. She gets freaked out when the cops get there and she just runs away and goes home and she tells no one what happened to her. And so the book is really Melinda's journey about finding her voice after such a traumatic experience. I think it can be summed up by a comment um, from her friend David, quote unquote, don't expect to make a difference unless you speak up for yourself, unquote. Such truth in that line. And there is all kinds of symbolism um, with the tree that Melinda is to draw for art class. She loves art class. It's really the only class she seems to get into and she's able to express herself. Uh, Trees are strong. They're able to withstand a storm. Even after destruction, there can be growth. So I think there's a lot to be said about the tree and how it directly relates to Melinda. And I think that's also why the tree is intertwined in the cover art of the book. I honestly thought the book was rather slow. I hate to say that, but I kind of did. And I say this because I don't really, I didn't really understand why Melinda was so quiet and socially awkward and introverted, even depressed. And it wasn't until almost halfway through the book that the author finally talks about Melinda's rape. I mean, you totally understand that after that, and had I not read the description on the book beforehand, I would have had no idea what was going on with this girl. So I just thought it took way too long for the book to actually address it in the story. So when you get to the end of the book, like I said, I always like to read those author's comments or whatever additional information they provide for the reader and come to find out this was made into a movie in 2004 by the same name, Speak, starring no other than Kristen Stewart, who to me is the epitome of the social awkward non-speaking teen. She just plays that character so well. I mean, like think about her as Bella in Twilight, but this movie was actually way before Twilight. And for me, the movie Speak was so much better than the book. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I am. In the book, they flash back to the summer party throughout the story. But you know near the beginning about her being raped. So that fact that she's so introverted and quiet and awkward, it all makes sense to you as you're going through the story. And I found it really interesting that both in the book and in the movie, when Melinda first let someone know what has happened to her, She writes it down, and she doesn't actually speak it. But you get to see her growth and her ability to finally stand up for herself. And also, art is so much better visually than reading it, but that's just a side note on my part. I just think that's so much better to see. So my final thoughts about Speak. Really, just watch the movie, and you can find it on Showtime. And since this was about rape, I think I would be doing a disservice if I did not provide you with the National Sexual Assault Helpline, which is 1-800-656-HOPE or 1-800-656-4673. I will leave a link for both books and hotline numbers in the notes of this podcast in case anyone needs them. So now let's get into some entertainment news. The trailer just dropped the other day for Pitch Perfect 3, starring Anna Kendrick. Love her! Brittany Snow and Rebel Wilson are back as well. So this is something to look forward to. The movie should be out at the end of December, so keep that on your radar. In other movie news, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is currently filming. And yes, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Jeff Goldblum will all be returning. This one, however, we will have a long wait for, like June 2018, so something to look forward to next summer. More current movies, Baby Driver, starring Ansel Egert, you should know him from The Fault in Our Stars, and Lily James is also starring in this movie, it hits theaters June 27th. This is about a young getaway driver working for a crime boss in a heist that's doomed to fail. So anyway, it looks really good, looks like it could be a fun movie. There's a new show coming out July 11th on Freeform. It's called The Bold Type. They actually showed an hour episode on June 20th after Pretty Little Liars, a preview of what's to come. So this is basically three girls, Jane, Sutton, and Kat. Um, They're just starting in the workforce, so I think they're like around in their early 20s. They're all friends working at Scarlet Magazine, which is supposed to be like a Cosmo magazine. They all started as assistants and now Jane has become a writer. And it's basically how they navigate their jobs, co-workers, relationships, and their friendships with each other. So this could be promising. So, um, also, they are definitely filming a 13 Reasons Why season two. It's filming now and it's to be released in 2018. So something else to look forward to next year. Now it is time for Stacy's Steals and Deals, yes. So I have to make a little confession (laughs) Um, I am a die hard Kindle person not that I don't absolutely love books the smell of books going into a bookstore the feel of books it is just that books take up a lot of space and having ebooks is just much easier for me and being able to take my entire library with me everywhere is fabulous so this is why I've converted to ebooks. Don't hate me. Um, so my steals and deals this week are really just dealing with um, Amazon Kindle edition things that I saw that are um, a pretty good price and just wanted to share in case you were interested in any of them. Ever the Hunted by Erin Summerrill is 2 dollars right now on Amazon Kindle edition. And I Darken by Kirsten White is $1.99 right now on Amazon. The Savage Song by Victoria Schwab is $1.99 on Amazon Kindle. The Infinity Lost Trilogy by S. Harrison. Each book is on sale for $1.50, so Infinity Lost, Infinity Rises, and Infinity Reborn, all $1.50 on Amazon, Kindle edition. The Curse series and trilogy by Emily Bold is also on sale for $1.50 per book. So the first book, The Curse, Touch of Eternity, the second one, Breath of Yesterday, and the third, Peace of Infinity, all $1.50 on Amazon Kindle Edition. Don't worry, if you missed any of this, I will leave all links in the notes and the podcast for you to make make it much easier for you to find and for you to click on and get if you want them. Um, Any other sales that I see as they come up, I'll post them on Instagram and Facebook at Can't Get Enough of Ya, so you can get those deals too. Next time... things that I will be reviewing. I got two books that I've already kind of picked and I'm really excited about. I I really want to read The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. This book has gotten rave reviews and has almost five stars on Goodreads and I think it almost has like five stars on Amazon as well and you know I think there's like five or six hundred people that have already reviewed it and rated it so to say that it's still got five stars is like amazing. So just to give you a snippet it's about a girl drawn to activism after she witnesses a police shooting of her unarmed friend. So very much looking forward to reading this. Um, I think, again, this is a topic that is relevant to today. So again, that's The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. The second book I will be reviewing is When Dipple Met Rishi by Sandia Menon. I have heard great things about this book, so I think this will be a more lighter, fun read, great summer book to bring to the beach. I don't want to tell you too much about this one, but it is about a girl who has just graduated high school and she's ready to break away from her family and her mom's obsession with finding her the ideal Indian husband. I'll leave it at that. So, When Dimple Met Rishi by Sandhya Menon. Remember, all links to the books and hotline numbers will be in the podcast notes. You can always find me on Instagram, at Facebook, at Can't Get Enough of Ya, and you can email me directly at can'tgetenoughofya at gmail.com. Also, please leave a review of the podcast as this is new and I want others to be able to find us too. Until next time, I hope you feel the same. I can't get enough of ya.